Live from the WLIWFM studio on January 30th, 2023, I'm Gianna Volpe. Long Island is home to one of the nation's largest concentrations of well-paid educators, educators with more than 31,000 teachers and other professionals earning $100,000 a year and up, and more than 12,000 of those earning at least $140,000, a Newsday analysis found. That means a majority of educational professionals in the Nassau-Suffolk region, about 57%, have six-figure salaries. John Hildebrand and Michael Ebert report on Newsday.com that among those public school employees, 663 reported compensation packages totaling $200,000 or more for the 2021-22 school year, and 36 of them had packages worth at least $300,000, Newsday learned. Teacher union representatives said relatively high pay helps educators cope with the region's steep cost of living and also aids in recruiting job applicants. Salaries of education professionals represent the biggest single cost item for public school systems, which account for more than 60 percent of property taxes in Nassau and Suffolk counties. Next month, school districts will start putting together their tax and budget proposals for 2023-24. For its salary review, Newsday obtained records from the New York State Teachers Retirement System using the state's Freedom of Information Law. Records covered statewide payrolls for more than 253,000 teachers and other professionals, such as administrators, counselors, and librarians. These included about 54,800 employees on Long Island. In related news, some advocacy groups contend that even in New York State, where pay scales are relatively high for educators, teachers are losing ground financially to professionals in other fields. The Economic Policy Institute, a liberal Washington, D.C. think tank, reported in August that teachers in the state faced a 13.2% gap in weekly wages compared with earnings for professionals in other fields. The report's author, Sylvia Allegretto, told Newsday that pay gaps stemmed from the fact that public education, like nursing, historically enlisted women because they had fewer options than men and were willing to work for less money. Allegretto added that in the future, schools could face increasing difficulty in recruiting female job candidates as their options widen in other career fields. And finally, on her first day as governor of New York, Kathy Hochul vowed to overhaul policies on ethics and sexual harassment in the government workplace. The promise was timely. Her predecessor, Andrew M. Cuomo, had just resigned amid a sexual harassment scandal, and Hochul sought to make clear her intent to clean house. She said she would strengthen ethics and sexual harassment training, requiring state workers to participate in live classes and seminars. No longer would state employees quote, click their way through a class, Hochul said. Nearly a half, a year and a half later, there is still no universal live training in either subject for the state's workforce. Jay Root in the New York Times reports that state officials in charge of implementing the new ethics training mandate say they lack the money and infrastructure to offer live classes that the law now says must be provided to roughly 300,000 people, about 10 times the number of state workers who previously received the training, according to records and interviews. Quote, we simply don't have the bodies. Sanford Berlin, the director of the State Commission on Ethics and Lobbying in Government, 
told the panel last month, we don't have the resources to do that kind of training. The failure to strengthen the ethics and sexual harassment training falls in line with a pattern of Hochul's having struggled to bring about a, quote, dramatic change in culture, end quote, in Albany, a place where political dysfunction has thrived for decades. Quote, rooting out a centuries-old culture of sexism and corruption is not an overnight task. That's the governor's spokesperson, Hazel Crampton Hayes, who added, we remain committed to getting real change done and done right because our employees and the New Yorkers we serve deserve nothing less. Crampton Hayes said the government was, quote, committed to providing any support necessary, end quote, to beef up the ethics training. Reading the news in Stony Brook in honor of Dr. Aaron Sasson joining us to talk about a collaboration with Stony Brook University's Department of Music and the Stoller Center's uh, educational outreach program to provide music to patients on levels five and six of the Stony Brook Cancer Center's Medical and Research Translation building where outpatient services live. Looking like a mostly sunny Monday, although it might not seem so right now. A high near 50 degrees, light and variable wind becoming northwest around six miles per hour in the morning. Tonight, a chance of rain showers after 8 p.m. mixing with snow after 4 a.m. Mostly cloudy otherwise with a low around 35 degrees. South wind 5 to 7 miles per hour becoming northwest after midnight. Right now, it's 42 degrees. Uh, In honor of our second guest this morning, Ruth Ann Harnish, and one of her new films, Under G underscore D, as I imagine is how you say that. Uh, We're doing the under edition of The Heart this morning. Uh, I've got Rhiannon Giddens, The Yardbirds, and Taking Back Sunday ahead of Frank Sinatra and Dean Martin. Uh, The Stones and Cream after that. But first, our very own Joe D'Elia right here on Long Island's only local NPR radio station, WLIWFM. A northeast wind comes roaring down a mid-October night. They boarded up the storefront and turned out all the lights. So I drove right past old Shadwall, fast call it Liar Saloon. And three guys outside looking for a fight tonight under the Montauk moon. The surfers down at East Deck are waiting for a swell. Like they're headed straight to hell And the locals hate all the cities Who come out in droves by June The hand that feeds them really feels a bite tonight Under the Montauk moon
The winter's gonna be a cold one They say the worst is yet to come People stocking up the pantries And loading up their guns But darkness will fade and the sun will shine And not a minute soon Nancy Abbott's will be strumming with all her might From Harlem out to Montauk and beyond, you're listening to 88.3 and 96.9 WLIWFM. Streaming online to wherever you are at WLIW.org slash radio. Creole babies walk along with rhythm in their thighs, rhythm in their hips and in their lips and in their eyes. Where the highbrows find the kind of love that satisfies Underneath the Harlem moon We don't pick no cotton, picking cotton is taboo We don't live in cabins like the old folks used to do Our cabin is a penthouse up on St. Nicholas Avenue Underneath that Harlem
Bunny hopping past taking back Sunday's decade under the influence. You can find that secret track on today's playlist on WLIW.org slash radio. Ten years before the Yardbirds released Roger the Engineer, Frank Sinatra recorded. I've got you under my skin, Dean Martin. On after that, then a live uh, performance of The Stones Under My Thumb from 1966. So bunny hopping right back to 66 uh, after these or after this is 60 this is 56 we're, we're in the sandwich uh, the 66 was the Yardbirds and then we'll bring it back with the Stones after the chairman of the board and a little Dino Martin right here on Long Island's only local NPR radio station WLIWFM Dr. Aaron Sasson joining us in just a couple minutes here on WLIWFM. I've got you under my skin. I've got you deep in the heart of me. So deep in my heart That you're really a part of me I've got you Under my skin I tried so Not to give in I said to myself This affair Never will go so well But why should I try to resist when, baby, I know so well I've got you under my skin I'd sacrifice anything, come what might For the sake of having you near In spite of a warning voice That comes in the night and repeats, repeats in my ear Don't you know, little fool, you never can win Use your mentality, wake up to reality But each time that I do, just the thought of you Makes me stop before I begin Cause I've got you under my skin anything come what might for the sake of having you near 
In spite of a warning voice that comes in the night And repeats how it yells in my ear Don't you know, little fool, you never can win Why not use your mentality Step up, wake up to reality But each time I do just the thought of you Makes me stop just before I begin Cause I've got you under my skin Yes, I've got you under my skin To be down by the same with me. Oh, what I'd give for a moment or two under the bridges of Paris with you, darling. I'd hold you tight Far from the eyes of night Under the bridges of Paris with you I'd make your dreams come true Ladies and gentlemen, it gives me great pleasure to present the fantastic, fabulous Wally Stone. Grab that, Billy Wyman. 
Alright, Pete Britton, Bob Jones, Charlie Watts, and Mick Jagger. To my thumb, there's a girl Sending that one out to Mick Hargraves of Lantern Sound Recording Rig. We are heading right into the Medical Monday segment, underwritten by Jennifer Benton, here on Long Island's only local NPR radio station, WLIWFM. Welcoming to the show for the first time, Dr. Aaron Sasson, joining us to talk about a collaboration with Stony Brook University's Department of Music and the Stoller Center's educational outreach program to provide music to patients on levels five and six of the Stony Brook Cancer Center's Medical and Research Translation Building. It's a wonderful thing. Uh, I remember going to a a hospital in New Jersey where there was a a classical piano player playing, and I can't explain uh, just how much good feeling it brought to a bad situation. Good morning, doctor. Thank you for joining us. Good morning. Thank you, Jennifer, for having me. So so tell me about a little bit about uh, the program. This is a new one? Yes, this is a new one. It came about when we had a student volunteer who would perform at the Kansas Center on a keyboard when she was available, and we received such a very positive response from patients, families, and staff that we decided to expand it. And 
and collaborating with various departments at Stony Brook University, particularly the music department. And we've had such a, you know, to provide a relaxing environment while offering the therapeutic benefits of live music. It's been a win-win. This is fantastic stuff and, and so great to hear that uh, Stony Brook University's Department of Music and the Stoller Center are both involved. Um, I know SBU has a great music department, which is something that I only learned this past year. So a uh, phenomenal uh, collaboration. Uh, when when are the performances uh, taking place? How regular are they? They run every Wednesday afternoon from 1 to 2.30 while classes are in session since we are using uh, the graduate uh, students from the Department of Music. So let's talk about, um, I know you said that there was such a great response initially when uh, that young student was coming with their keyboard, but how about uh, the response since you started these uh, the program every Wednesday? Uh, patients have expressed immense gratitude for having the live music. Uh, they use you know, the words such as calming and soothing and relaxing to describe the impact. You know, patients also shared you know, watching the performances had you know, uh, hand movements while playing the instrument. You know, it's a distraction from you know, what, they're, what they're there for, and I think that they, it's welcome for them. And uh, they've uh, enjoyed it uh, immensely. You know, so we're talking about outpatient services, but uh, that's when we're talking about uh, cancer patients. I I imagine this might include things like chemotherapy? That is correct. So this is typically while they're they're getting their um, chemotherapy infusions, and some patients are there for hours. And so this is a way to, to pass the time to lessen their anxiety. You know, there's lots of scientific data showing some of the benefits of having um, um, music while getting the therapy. And so we're, we're happy to be able to provide that services for our patients. And it, it's been a tremendous collaboration um, between, between us and the music department, and we're so grateful for that opportunity. Can you talk a little bit more about that, uh, the scientific data, and uh, how this is uh, positively benefiting uh, cancer patients and, and other folks uh, who are in need of medical attention? Yes. So, you know, there's um, uh, data regarding the benefits with, with terms of anxiety, uh, less in pain, it can lessen some of the associated symptoms when it comes to cancer, such as the nausea and the vomiting associated with the infusion of the chemotherapy. And so I think that uh, this is an, an important adjunct um, for, for patients. Uh, right. and I think anything that makes patients um, and staff you know, feel good is a worthwhile endeavor. And uh, this has been um, so resoundingly successful. Uh, you know, we would hope to um, you know, expand it um, even further. Oh, my gosh. I definitely hope that as well uh, for folks on other days of the week other uh, than Wednesdays, as someone who has anticipatory anxiety, I can't even begin to imagine uh, what it must feel like sitting in a waiting room, uh, waiting to to, uh, get a chemotherapy infusion. I know uh, we interviewed uh, a lovely person, Antoinette uh, Trulio Martin, who will be back, and she wrote a book about her uh, journey uh, with breast cancer, and uh, which has uh, metastasized uh, since and uh, talking about those moments of of waiting and even of needing to go uh, uh, 
to to these appointments, which are recurrent. So being in that space over and over again, uh, I am just so grateful for this collaboration. This is certainly something that I would file under the arts is essential uh, category. How about your your own personal feelings? Uh, I mean, this person that came with the keyboard that was sort of the inspiration. Um, can you talk a little bit about your first experience uh, with seeing music in the medical space? Sure thing. Thank you. Yeah, no, I, I agree with you. The anxiety of the patients who have to repeatedly come to the same spot and receive you know, therapy that's going to possibly have these, these side effects, uh, the anxiety is tremendous. You are correct. Yeah, so I think the, you know, clearly we are so grateful for that student volunteer, you know, who really um, helped us because, you, you know, the... Um, the comment was more, you know, patients said, please, you know, we, you know, we want her to come back more. Staff said, you know, patients, you know, spoke so wonderfully of the experience that it was uh, clear that, that, that uh, this was a, an essential component that we, that we had to explore, you know, and we're grateful for the sponsors, you know, uh, Michael Ardolino has been uh, a community leader in the three village area who's been helping us who helps on multiple campus initiatives, and, and after a collaboration with with our director of cancer support services and programming at the Stall Center, this came to fruition with, on a regular basis. And and I think the, the from from my personal experience, witnessing you know obviously the music had an effect on me, but watching the effect on patients and staff was was um, you know, awe-inspiring. It really was a moving moment uh, for, uh, for me, a pivotal moment, knowing that this had to be a program that um, was continued. A beautiful, beautiful thing and very excited uh, for an update if and when uh, there's expansion here. Thank you so much, Dr. Aaron Sasson, uh, joining us to talk about collaboration with Stony Brook University's Department of Music and the Staller Center's ad, uh, educational outreach program to provide music to patients on levels five and six of the MART building where outpatient services live. Uh, Dr. Sasson is, a, is the chief of the Surgical Oncology Division and director of Cancer Center Clinical Operations at the Stony Brook Cancer Center. I'm Gianna Volpe. That was the Medical Monday segment, underwritten by Jennifer Benton. Uh, this is Cream, and you, whoever you are out there, you are awesome. And you're listening to Long Island's only local NPR radio station, WLIWFM, the weekday morning and midnight show, playing music from all decades and genres, and speaking to folks from all walks of life, all because of you, the listener supporter of Long Island's only. Local NPR radio station, WLIWFM.
cracks, I began to crawl. If it wasn't for my dog, I wouldn't have no luck at all. Carry me to my grave Born under a bad sign I've been down since I began to crawl If it wasn't for bad love I wouldn't have no luck at all You know, talk about being born under a bad sign. I'm a Gemini, and I can't tell you how much uh, flack I get uh, about that from folks. Now, for, for something completely different, a little Buck Owens. We've got the Drifters on deck. Then Duke Ellington after a band called Mimicking Birds. You're listening to the Heart of the East End. Here on WLIWFM. Got me dreaming those dreams again, thinking those things again. I've got to take you back just one more time. I swore the last time that you let me down, that I wouldn't see you if you came around.
All right, and now for one of my childhood favorites. Absolutely loved listening to this one growing up. It's the under edition of The Heart. Oh, when the sun beats down and burns the tar up on the roof. On WLIWFM. And your shoes get so hot, you wish your tired feet were fireproof. Final. I'm adding that to my karaoke playlist. I'm Diana Volpe. This is Mimicking Birds, Under and In Rocks, from their self-titled record of 2010, less than 10 minutes before the NPR news break at the top of the hour, and local news update on WLIWFM NPR Radio. Now know we're in the moon 
Red Hot Chili Peppers, uh, Red Hot Chili Pepper fans, hang tight. We'll be leading you out of the local news update with a little RHCP. Duke Ellington right now in his orchestra. Makua Rothman leading you into the NPR News break at the top of the hour. It's the under edition of the Heart of the East End right here on Long Island's only local NPR radio station, WLIWFM. This one for Eddie German. And that cream track for Michael Mackey.
Brian B, Paula, Kyle, everyone. This one for you. Surrounded by the clearest water Way up in the highest tower 